From celebrations to breakups, good times to sad times, there's no doubt music is a major part of our lives. Music is a form of self-expression and something that we as humans can all relate and connect to on an emotional level. Over two episodes, we are going to reveal a special living collection, which consists of 830 traditional musical instruments from around the world. So join me, Laura Cantrell, museum graphic designer and sometimes podcast host, as we take a musical journey through the Marzen Collection with museum honorary Dr. Kirsty Gillespie. Hi, Laura. I'm actually going to start by playing a little bit of music. Kirsty, can you tell us about the track and how it relates to Queensland Museum? The track you've just heard is called Kat Dibigeli. It's a song, a Torres Strait song from the Mare or Murray Islands group in the Torres Strait. It's from a um, CD called Kerriba Ged, one of um, several CDs that were released by the Torres Strait Regional Authority um, some years ago. A great collection of um, music from across the Torres Strait. Um, in that song is featured an instrument called the lumut. It's the one that you can hear a very high-pitched bamboo musical instrument, and we have one of these in the Marsden collection at the Queensland Museum. You have a strong connection to that collection through your research. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Sure. Well, um, I've been with the museum um, for a number of years and I have a background as an ethnomusicologist and that's a person who studies um, music in its cultural context. So not just the sound of the music, but what it means within the culture that it comes from. And when I began work at the Queensland Museum, I was really excited to find um, out more about the Mars and collection of musical instruments, which is such a diverse and special collection. My background as an ethnomusicologist has been researching Papua New Guinean music, and there's a considerable number of Papua New Guinean musical instruments in the collection, not only the Marsden collection, um, but the Queensland Museum collections in general. On that note, I'm going to play part of another track. Kirsty, what can you tell us about that piece of music, which I believe is directly related to some of the musical items in the Mars collection? The instrument that you heard in that clip um, is a balalaika. Now, this is a very iconic Russian stringed instrument. People might know it from the film Dr Zhivago. It's a, an instrument which has a triangular body, so somewhat like a guitar or ukulele, I suppose, um, but very unique. 
um, and it has this triangular body, which is, is very distinctive. Now, um, there's one of these in the Marsden collection as well. So you wouldn't necessarily expect uh, the Queensland Museum to have Russian musical instruments um, in, in the back of house there, but we have, we have not only that balalaika from the Marsden collection, but we have another one um, as well in the social history collection. So the interesting thing about the balalaika in the Marsden collection is that it's a very playable musical instrument. It's in very good condition right now and um and it's very um ready to be played by someone in my opinion now this is one of the unique and special things about about the Marsden collection is that it's a living collection it's um a collection of playable musical instruments so people can approach the museum to apply to borrow and play these instruments and the balalaika would be a great choice I think that's fantastic. Um, can you tell me why is it called the Marzen Collection? So the Marzen Collection is named after Charles C. Marzen and um, his wife, Carty. Charles Marzen collected these instruments over a period of more than 30 years of his life. It was a real passion for him and his wife um, helped him manage the collection, which, as you can imagine, having a private collection of musical instruments so many hundreds and hundreds of musical instruments really needs a fair bit of managing. I believe there's a particular emphasis on African, Asian and Pacific cultures. What makes it so significant and unique? The fact that this is a private collection collected essentially by one person throughout their lifetime makes it really very special. The interesting thing about collections is not only what's in them, not only the objects that are in the collections, but the collector, because obviously they have a huge influence over what comes together. So Charles Marzen, if we look at his life, he was born in Brisbane. He was very influenced as a young man by the collections that were on display in the Queensland Museum, the Aboriginal and, and Pacific Islands collections particularly. He seemed to be very taken with that. So we can see from the collection that there's a there's a very big focus of Pacific Island material. Um, I've mentioned that there's a there's perhaps almost seventy Papua New Guinean musical instruments in that collection. There's a there's a considerable collection of Solomon Islands um, bamboo musical instruments, and other Pacific Islands cultures are also represented there. So he also spent a, a number of years living in London, and he spent much of his adult life and settled in Canada. So from his time in London, he was able to get um, musical instruments from markets there. Um, and I believe that a number of the African instruments would have been acquired in that context. And then in Canada too, he was able to collect there. He travelled widely throughout his life. Um, and, and this is one of the wonderful legacies of his collecting that we have the Marsden Collection at the Queensland Museum now. How did it end up at the Queensland Museum? It was a long process uh, to find a home for the Marsden Collection. Obviously, it's a very large collection, but um, Charles Marsden was very keen for it to um, return to his hometown of Brisbane. So there were some conversations with different universities in Australia, and finally... Queensland Museum, in collaboration with Griffith University, the Queensland Conservatorium there, agreed to take on this collection. 
he wanted it to be a playable musical instrument collection, not a static collection of artefacts, but something that could be a teaching and performance resource for for students and performers, particularly in Queensland. Charles Marsden wanted to give back to his hometown. I think that's absolutely wonderful. Moving on to your own research now, Kirsty, I know that you've conducted extensive fieldwork across Papua New Guinea, which inspired you to write a book called Steep Slopes, Music and Change in the Highlands of Papua New Guinea. Can you tell us about it? It was a great opportunity for me as a postgraduate student at the Australian National University to undertake research in Papua New Guinea as part of a, an Australian Research Council-funded grant on oral performance narratives in the highlands of Papua New Guinea particularly. So I travelled to Papua New Guinea some years ago with um, a group of students and academics and we we took on this multi-year project which was essentially a comparative project looking at different performance traditions across the highlands. Uh, In the end I completed my doctoral studies at the Australian National University um, looking at one particular language group that lived in the highlands of Papua New Guinea and and so um, to make that work accessible I published it as a book Um, called Steep Slopes, as you mentioned. And it's a book that also has audio files um, attached to it or hosted via an internet site. Um, The ANU Press um, hosts the sound recordings that go along with the book and people can access that book free online through the ANU Press website. We'll include the link in our show notes. So we can get to know a little bit more about you, Kirsty. We're going to finish up with our Rapid Fire Museum in a Minute questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. What did you want to be when you grew up? A singer. Favourite museum memory? My first encounter with the Marsden Collection in my first week of working. Which is more iconic, Matabarasaurus or Mephisto? Matabarasaurus, if only for the name. (laughs) Favourite thing about your career? Listening to music. Would you prefer to work in the field or work in the office? The field. Indiana Jones or Jurassic Park? Indiana Jones. If you could do another job in the museum for a day, what would it be? Servitor. Thanks for joining us today, Kirsty. That's great, Laura. It's great to talk with you. Stay tuned for part two of the Marsden Collection Revealed as we chat to Anthropology Collection Manager Karen Kint, who will dive deeper into this fascinating collection of instruments from around the world. Thanks for joining us on the Museum Revealed podcast. Interested in uncovering more stories? Click the follow button to be notified of the latest podcast episodes. You can follow Queensland Museum on social media at at QLD Museum or head to our website at qm.qld.gov.au news list to be the first to know what's on at our museums. Until next time, stay curious.